There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you. Introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute drowning in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash monthly 5 k If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share Podcast is brought to you by Payoneer, a digital payment platform that provides online money transfer. With its fast, flexible, secure, and low-cost solutions, businesses across the world can pay and get paid globally. Visit Payoneer.com now. Also by Chatbot PH. Save time and effort for your business. Automate how your team does customer service, marketing, and key redundant processes. All by using a chatbot. Invest in your own chatbot now and use AI to run your business. Go to www.chatbot.ph. Hard work, you know. I, 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 I don't wish people get through what I've gone through. But I know entrepreneurship is really entrepreneurship. The root word there is really sacrifice. Welcome to Hustle Share. The podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Beit Yong. Welcome to episode 50 of the Hustle Share podcast. My name is Ronster and I'm your host. And this episode is powered by Payoneer a digital payment platform that provides online money transfer, empowering businesses around the world to grow globally. We are a proud affiliate of the Podcast Network Asia. But before we begin this episode, I'd like to remind you that there's going to be adult language use in this episode. So make sure there are no kids around when you're listening to this. Because today, we had to make sure that on our 50th episode, we'll be giving you one hell of a hustler. 
And today we have one of the most respected entrepreneurs in the country to talk about the hustle about French fries. And he's nothing other than Joe Mag or Jose Magsaysay Jr., the Chairman Emeritus of Potato Corner. And get ready to be inspired as you start your week because Joe Mag is going to share a lot. Like how he started out as a guy who would clean toilets and wash dishes during his first job in Wendy's. And Joe Mag will really take us all back to how hard it was when he was starting out and how those experiences he had in Wendy's shaped him to eventually putting up Potato Corner. Joe Mag will then share with us how it was like scaling Potato Corner as this brand everybody knows in the Philippines. Joe Mack is also going to be taking us back to the sacrifices that he had to take to make Potato Corner to a global success. And just like the first 49 episodes that came before this, get ready to take down notes because Joe Mack's going to be sharing with us a lot more. Like how to cope with stress, how to stay motivated, and how to pick the right ears to carry on your business even after you retire. So if you're ready to learn the hustle behind Potato Corner, let's begin this episode right now. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hustle Share Podcast. We are now in episode 50. Oh my God, it's been... I just started this March 1, and now we're 50 episodes in. I get God obsessed in, uh, in, the, in the first season, and now, you know, I wanted to make sure it's quality over quantity. It's not saying that the, the first ones are not quality, but today we have my one of my idols. And I'm not even kidding, because I've seen... Your journey, the first one I saw, the, how I saw it was through the final pitch season one. And I was like, wow, this is amazing and whatnot. So again, welcome to the show, Joe Mag of Potato Corner. Chairman Emeritus of Potato Corner. Joe Mag, welcome to the show. Thank you. All right. So let's straight, go straight to the jugular. I, I'm, I'm very nervous at the moment, but I'm going to just try to talk this out and whatnot. Joe Mag, what's your hustle? Franchise. Franchising. Franchising. Uh, deciding quickly. Okay. Always playing a running game. Wow. There. Running game in terms of like you like chasing after stuff. No. Uh, it's like when I do things, I try to do things fast. Got it. All like, right. For example, so speed. For potato order, for example, uh, we, we do something... But if you compare us with others, we're doing something faster. Yeah. And the way you scale, you, know, you, 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 hit it, you hit it right into the head, right? I've never seen any franchise scale this fast. And the, I, I'm a big fan because I grew up eating Potato Corner. <laughs> I remember vividly Thank you. eating the Potato Corner. The first one I've seen is in Viramol. Back in the 90s. Oh, right. I will go there and I'll eat it all. I don't care. I'll tell my mom, like, ma, let's go. After Unimart, you'll go straight That was there. a long time ago. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is that still there? I don't see, I don't see it. But I'm pretty sure there is. But I think it's going to the Not the same area anymore. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> going, is, is that company owned or is that a franchise? Franchise. Oh, wow. Whoever owned that, God bless you. 
<laughs> because of you, you know, I've, I've had my cheese fries. And now, again, giga fries is life. Um, Joe Mag, real quick though, before we get carried away and go into deep of how you scaled Potato Corner to what it is, let's take a step back and, um, and go back to how you started your journey. I'm literally at your LinkedIn now. And the current title is Chairman Emeritus. Right. But you started out based on your LinkedIn. I'm not sure how, how which ones were, are not here. But you said Wendy's in 1983. You were cleaning toilets and cleaned the kitchen. Was this your first hustle? Yeah. Um, I was still in college when okay. I decided to take a part-time job. And oh. that was at Wendy's to clean toilets, bus tables, and cleaning dishes. Wow. Because I needed... He needed some money to to pay for food, to okay. pay for transportation, to go to school, mm-hmm. because well, we didn't have money. Wow! So my uncle was paying for my tuition fee. Oh my! So I just needed extra money, and right. working part time provided that. And you were studying in La Salle, so again, La Salle is not the most, the cheapest in terms of education. Yeah. It's way up there, right? So it's very difficult, but. What did you learn uh, in that experience? Was it really prior to this? Where did you have any F and B like like inclinations before that, or what, was it this that really opened your mind into how F can F and B can possibly be? Oh, I didn't know anything. I just wanted, I knew how to eat burgers. So oh. <laughs> just burgers. So when I saw Wendy's was needing part-time employees, I oh wow! I didn't know they were going to teach. They were going to let me clean toilets and wash dishes first. But I eventually was able to cook burgers right. and cook fries. So that's, that's my life. Ten years of my life was devoted to Wendy's. Right. I had to drop out from college to be a full-time employee at Wendy's. Wow. Because I had to make a choice. Mm-hmm. And I started a part-time. And while we were, were part-time employee and then studying, mm-hmm. but the problem was it was so difficult. Now I knew... I. I realized how difficult it was becoming a student right. and, a, and an employee at the same time. True. So I get out from work at one in, one in the morning after cleaning the store. Right. Sleeping at, outside the store in Wendy's. What? On top of carton, cartons of uh, pota- uh, potato fries. Oh, wow. Okay. So beside the guard. They wake up in the morning, try to take a shower in the kitchen. Of course, mm-hmm. People twenties didn't know about this. Right. So <laughs> then go to school. There you go. Secrets sleep on the view. first class, yeah. first two classes because mm-hmm. I didn't get enough sleep. So the branch was it near La Salle? Uh, not too close, but it was just a bus ride away. Oh wow! Okay, so you know, and sometimes I, I also did part time work um, yeah. when I was a student because. Uh, I I felt like there was something amiss, and I couldn't just be resting on my laurels, and that really opened up my eyes uh, to how the real world is. Yeah. Growing up, I felt entitled that you know what I'm gonna get stuff done, blah blah blah, but that opened up like, hey, this is hard. I, I gotta get things straight, and from that point on, it was 180 degrees. I was a total idiot in high school and early college, <laughs> and then now, good for I'm, you. Yeah, I, I realized that early. For you though. Because there's a lot of sacrifice that I had to put in. I did call center work. Eight hours in the shift at night, slept for three hours, went to school full time. And I made it a point I'm never going to fail again because I failed algebra in first year, right? For you, what were those things? Because you miss out. It's FOMO. They call it the kids, right? FOMO, fear of missing out. Everybody was having fun, you know, doing all these college stuff. And you're out there grinding. What, were, what was that like? 
No, no, I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even think about it. I didn't really? have any social life. Mm-hmm. It was just work and going to school. Then when I had to drop out from college because right. I just worked full time at Wendy's. Right. So my life was just doing Wendy's. Got it. Uh, no social life. Okay. No, nothing. I forgot all about friends. Got it. Even family, nothing. Just Wendy. Just Wendy <laughs> and me. Did you ever work. find out who the real I, Wendy I had, was? <laughs> I realized I had to work harder. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought I, re- I had to work harder because I didn't have a college degree. Mm. So I just told myself I, I better work harder than anybody else. Sure. Just to prove I'm, just to make sure I'm bet- I look better than people with college degrees. Absolutely. What was that mindset? Because early on, when you're young, you're hungry, right? But what were you trying to, what was the, what was the why back then? You know, I'm pretty sure the why is different now. You know, you're chairman emeritus and whatnot. But coming from that point, what were you trying to prove aside from just, you know, uh, being better than everybody else? There's got to be something deeper. And the why for me was just to find work so that I can pay for my own thing. Got it. My mom didn't have any money. I, my dad died when I was 17. So Wow. The why there was just to provide something for myself so that so that my mom will not, will not have to take care of me anymore. Yeah. So that was the why back then. Sounds good. And then uh, the why became different when I got married in 1987. Oh, okay. Because now the why became... Uh, now I have to provide for my wife. Right. And then my wife became pregnant. We were starting our family. The why became I have, I need to make sure I have extra money now to okay. pro- to make to provide milk. Right. And, Livelihood. You know, daddy daddy duties. Yeah, and you know, education for my for my from our son, no? Got it. So because I needed extra, I knew my, my salary at Wendy's won't be able to to provide for that, so mm-hmm. I started doing extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Some things I did was sell watches, appliances to, to our, my fellow employees wow. and collect on installments. Wow. Four gives, five gives, or two gives. That was the difficult part collecting. <laughs> right, right, right. And then part of the sideline was buying cartons of French fries from Wendy stores, then selling them in Bulacan for a, for a peso profit wow. per, per box. So all those sorts of things, and then the why was the why then was just to earn extra money. Right, right. Side hustle <laughs> per se mentality. Yeah. But how? This is my question now. How did the concept of potato corner come about? Because you changed. I mean, French fries. Okay, it's a normal mm. side for something, but you made it as a main commodity. And now every corner, literally, name me a mall that doesn't have potato. That's a weird mall to not have a potato corner in there. This is standard, right? How did this happen? How, how did you have that moment? And now from when these 10 years of your life to being well, an entrepreneur? Wasn't, it wasn't my idea. Okay. Uh, we were four who started this, this business. Got it. Four partners. Mm-hmm. What happened was... My brother-in-law had the pop flavored popcorn business oh. doing very well. So a, a friend said to him, "Can we put flavor? Maybe there's something we there, there we can put a flavor in one in some pro- other products." Oh wow! So he thought about maybe we can put flavor in French fries. Ah. So then my brother-in-law and him said, "Oh, let's let's try it. Let's experiment." So they okay. did. They worked on it. Then they invited another guy, and then they asked me. Got After they they already had the concept potato corner flavored French fries, right, and maybe got the concept right already. They asked me, 
Jamag, can you come here and help us operate, help Got us it. operationalize this? this yeah, because you've had that ten years of FNB experience. Yeah, so, uh, and I did, and I did while I was still at Wendy's. Ah. So I was still full time in Wendy's okay. as a district manager. I helped start wow. Potato Corner, and then mm-hmm. I didn't realize Potato Corner will we just shoot off. The first Got month it. we paid back. So what? 150,000 was our capital. We didn't ha- I didn't have any money so I had to borrow money to to pay for that. Got it. But the thing is I was still in Wendy's. So right. when Wendy's found when Wendy's found, found, found out that I was doing potato corner oh, I was in Wendy's. I was called to the office of the president. What? So the president made me choose potato corner or Wendy's. So well I chose potato corner because I I already thought he was just going to fire me and made it a nice way of firing ah, me. So, yes, yeah, so like you jumped the gun up. Nope, I'm not right, going to let I, you have that joy. I, I really felt yeah. that if I chose Wendy's, he would just fire me already. Correct. So I just said potato corner. How was but, that? But that yeah. decision was really, was really a major crossroad in my life because sure. for the first time, I didn't have any job security. I wasn't sure whether I was going to get paid. There was no, nothing coming in from potato corner yet. Right. So, and you had a baby. I was crying, yeah. I had, had, we had a baby already. So uh, once in a while, I'd, I'd, I'd be, I'd tear up because I didn't know where to get my pay, no? Right. I applied in Jollibee. Right. I applied in, well, some other fast foods. Right, right. I wasn't accepted. I knew already because I, I never had a college degree. Correct. So again, it was, it was my, it oh was. My God. Another, no, another moment. Eh. Mm-hmm. A, f- a friend's mom saw me looking sad, and she said, "What's wrong?" I said, "You know, I, I'm, I'm, I don't have an employment anymore. I'm not earning wow. anything from Potato Corner." And then this, this, this lady told me, "Jamag, everything is a blessing. Everything that that happens to you is a blessing. You know that that changed everything." Wow. And I said to myself, "This is the only thing that I have now. I know I won't be able to." join Jollibee or any other right. company because I don't have a degree. The only thing I can do now is just make this work. Yeah. So I just made, I just had no choice but to make potato corn. No more lifelines, no friends right. to call who can help me. Wow. So I just said, I just have to help myself now. How did you get it running? You said now, earlier when we started that you fast-paced. How did you get that mantra going on where, you know, how many stores did you start out and how did you come up with the concept of, uh, was it the f- franchising model that really took off yeah uh, it was by by necessity because we didn't have money to expand okay so the next best thing I knew because I was from Wendy's is franchising so ah. Wendy's is a franchise so we did some research and then copied some contracts so we franchised right away. The second store was already a franchise. Oh, really? So awesome. What was the, what's the first store ever? I just want to know. Because like, I'm going to go there and like savor the giga price. First, first store was at Mega Mall. Oh, my. That's so near my office. Yeah. I just uh, my, my office is just in Emerald. So I would <laughs> so go there and eat. <laughs> franchise. That's what yeah. made made the difference. Potato yeah. Corners, where is it? Because of franchise. Our franchisees, mm-hmm. our partners. Uh and I think not too many people understand what franchising. Some people are scared to franchise yes. their brands because they're scared that people might copy them. People right. might. To me, I'm not. I don't mind sharing anything. In mm. uh, franchise, made a di- difference. We we started franchising without any contracts, without mm-hmm. any manuals. We just shook hands. Right. So of course now we're we have a system. We have manuals. We're okay. Right. 
And we continue to franchise because that's what how Potato Corner was born Got it. in franchising. So we 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 make sure that's part of our character now, the corporate Got character. It. It's still in franchising. So 80% of our stores are still franchised. Really? Today. Wow. Oh my God, that's crazy. So in terms of struggles though it wasn't easy you know looking back right you know ah okay we got here but sometimes you know we often forget or people don't understand that for this to scale to how do last last time i looked it's like over a thousand stores there were early growing pains what were those growing pains that you felt because you know coming from fnb from a hamburger joint uh, point of view what were those early struggles you had to endure to turn the corner to a higher level well, there are many there are many there are many challenges right uh, part is part is because four of us started as partners okay now there's a difference between being friends and being business partners oh, yes yes so part of the challenge was finding finding where that line is between what is friendship and what is business partners yes so of course we ask for help always so we mm -hmm. finally went through that mm -hmm. then next was trying to find a way to sustain our growth then we realized that no all partners cannot run at the business at the same time has to be one mm -hmm. so one partner at a time has to run the business and then in 1997 i retired from i resigned from potato corner oh then tried to run for politics. Tried to try politics. Got it. So I lost. Okay. I lost and then ended up in Mr. Donut. Okay. To run Mr. Donut. Miss, this is before the Ramcar. <laughs> did Ramcar ever acquire uh, Mr. Donut? Because that was like you were you were going toe to toe with Dunkin' Donut at that time, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ramcar, I think, bought Mr. Donut. Maybe acquired Mr. Donut in the Philippines, I think, the eight, mid-80s. Ah, wow. So, and then I, I took over management of Mr. Donut in 99. Wow. I remember the Michael V commercials for from It's part of my ch childhood. <laughs> it's either Mr. Donut or Joy, that Joy Ultra thing that he did. Was that, were you the, the one who started that Michael V thing? No, that was after me already. Ah, that, got it. When when it was under me, our endorser at the time was uh, Mar Marvin Agustin. Marvin, which yeah. eventually now you're working with with, with several businesses. Yeah, he's my That's business well. partner now. Wow. So, in Mr. Donut, so Potato Corner '92 we started. We grew in two years. We grew to, we grew to 70 stores. Wow. When I resigned in '97, it, it was 120 stores. Then Mr. Donut, I joined in 99, mm -hmm. grew it from 250 stores to 800 plus stores. What? That's crazy. By the crazy. time I left in 2001. Wow. So, franchising again. So, ah, franchising is amazing. The model, really. Yeah. If you can, if, what's the formula? What's the Joe Mag formula for franchising? Because this is not, you know, it's like, uh, whatever, it's not a fluke. You've been able to do it with Wendy's. Again, learned it from Wendy's, learned it to put it in Potato Corner. And again, you got plucked out, put it on... Uh, uh, Mr. Donut, what was that? What's the Joe Mag formula then for Joe, franchising? Joe Mag formula for franchising is there's no formula. Ah. It's what's good for for me and my partner. Got it. It's what's good for me and you. Okay. Uh, can be different every time. Got it. Uh, as long as you don't hurt anyone, 
we're good to go always. Always. All right, now let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's now talk about when you went back to the corner <laughs> with Potato Corner. But let's talk about that more after the break. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate your growth. Submit your pitch to Impact24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at sasschallenge.ph. That's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back from the break. Again, we are still with Joe Mag. But before we uh, continue, I'd like to give a shout out to Accelerate by Union Space for providing us this wonderful venue today. Uh, and just to, just to give a shout out to where the shout out is due, Accelerate by Union Space is a hybrid instant office and co working space with centers currently in Rockwell, Salcedo Village, and Legaspa Village in Makati. You should check it out. We're literally at the Rockwell office as we speak. Amazing, amazing view. Thank you again to Rockwell. I mean, Rockwell, not Rockwell. <laughs> Accelerate and Bianca Cruz from letting this happen. Okay, Joe Mag, when, you, when we uh, went off uh, for the break, you said you went to Mr. Donut. What led you back in? You did a Steve Jobs here, technically. <laughs> you left for a while, put up something, then you went back. I didn't know that was very very similar. Why, why did you come back and what was the role now? Well, I, I returned to me. I returned from, to Wendy's from Mr. Donut because when I left, it was just the beginning of the financial crisis. Oh, yes. Asian so that, financial that, crisis. That, that financial crisis hurt the company very bad. Mm. So when, from from the time I left with the 120 stores, right. by 2001, there were less than 40 stores left. Wow, you down. Wow. Yeah, so it, that, that crisis really hurt the company. Okay. And I said to myself, I was in Mr. Donald, if I don't return to the company, 
then I, I stand to lose this everything, this, everything already. Right. So I resigned from Mr. Donut right. and came back to... But the nice thing about Mr. Donut is they, 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 you know, they, they made me study in AIM. Ah. So I was able to take my master's. Wow. They send they send their executive to to take masters or MBAs. Yes, yes, yes. But the thing is I didn't have any college degree. Right. So I had to convince my boss for me to take the ME program, the Master of Entrepreneurship. Right. Because at the time in AIM, you didn't have you didn't need a college degree. Oh wow. You just needed to prove your experience. True, true. So but my boss said maybe not, maybe you just take your MBA. So but uh, the nice thing is, the, one of the gurus of AIM was a classmate of my boss. So ah. I called my boss in convention that okay. I should take the ME program. Got it. Because it's the only way I was able to take a master's degree. Got it. So he said, so AIM, so I, Ramkar, Mr. Donut, right, right. paid for my tuition. Wow. Uh, when I graduated, I had a business plan already. I made a business plan for Potato Corner. So it was, it was for Potato Corner all along. No, it was right. Mr. Donut first. Right, right, right. The lab, and then, the, my lab in the master's degree was... Then I had to switch from Mr. Donut to Potato Corner. Got it. Because I was already leaving Mr. Donut. Right, right. So I told my partners in Potato Corner, uh, I have a plan. This is my plan. Can, can I come in? Can I be president again? Right. So my partner said yes. Wow. So was it an easy yes or was it, I mean, because, you know, uh, you said <clears throat> there's can, there can only be one captain, right? Yeah. And you, you left for a while and now you're asking to be, hey, I need to be at the driver's seat again. Was it an easy yes? What, may, what made them say yes in your, in, in, when, in your opinion? Well, I think it was an easy yes because okay. my, my partners really didn't also wanted to do some things. So, mm. 2001, I, I came back to Potato Corn to run it again. Right. Then we restarted everything. Franchising again, mm -hmm. then playing a running game again. Right. But what was different this time? Because now you're coming from an AIM background, ME. You have and all that, these things. That gave me confidence. You know, the Masters of Entrepreneurship program mm -hmm. made me realize who I really was. Uh, turns out, you know, when I entered the Masters degree program, I didn't know who I was. I didn't even know if I was a businessman or what. Okay. And then when I when I graduated, you know, I didn't realize I was a diamond in the rough. So yes. I was rough going in and came out a diamond after wow. the master's entrepreneurship degree program. So that helped. It gave me a lot of confidence going back to Potato Corner. Right. And now I'm doing everything in con with confidence already. Got so it. that helped a lot. You're not second guessing your moves. You didn't have the imposter syndrome that they were calling it and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. You had like, you know, that that uh, that, that fire that's coming in that you you're walking in, you know, head down and whatnot. <laughs> so that's great. So that's basically other than the, the diamond in the rough, were there key skills that you acquired during the ME? Because for example, me, my, my Waterloo always is financials and I, I always make sure that I if I'm gonna be working with someone that covers my weaknesses. For you, were there any key skills that you acquired? In the program, I'm not blessed with. I don't know many things, right? But I always ask ask for help. God. So for the first, like for for example, the first, the first, uh, the first, the young years of potato corner, maybe up to the 25th year of the potato corner, mm -hmm. we were asking consultants to take care of finance, HR, wow. marketing, everything. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think one of the keys the keys to success of potato corn was always asking for help. Ask for help. So I knew I didn't knew know everything. Mm-hmm. But who do you need? Because I mean, coming from my point of view, <clears throat> a lot of people can also present that they're actually helping you. But some will also be, you know, parasitic and can be bad. How do you make sure that it's the right help? Because some people will just like uh, take advantage. The, the nice thing about being a master's, having a master's degree in entrepreneurship now, and finding that that kind of confidence is, I will just say, I want. I'm talking to somebody right, who right. help me, a consultant, for example. I'll say, this is what I want you to do. Okay. Or this is where I want to go. Okay. If the consultant or the guy I'm asking for doesn't do that, okay, I'll wow. ask for another one. So give him just chance. So no, it's my, no. It's my decision. It's right. my. It's where I want to go. Right. It's not where that person wants to go that Got drives it. me. So it's it's really your vision, and I they just drive, and you tell, and you 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 help me get to where I'm going. Got if it. you cannot help me to go where I'm going, then I'll, I'll talk yeah. to someone else. Wow, it's that simple. No, no bullshit. Always, right. For example, I'm talking to a supplier. I'm mm-hmm. talking to somebody also who wants to help. If you're not talking to me or helping me, like right. I'm the only person that you're talking to, and, and I don't think you. You show that you're. Very, I'm very important to you. Then I talk to somebody else. Got it. So you want to have that 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 you that that attention, that undivided attention that they will provide. Yeah. And we're. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of them that are still with you now in wedding getting that. Yeah, of course. All right. Sounds good. Now, talk, going back to Potato Corner, you came back. You have this plan. What were the first things you did to that really scaled back? Because you're down to 40 stores, and how did you pick it back up to? Now, uh, one thousand floor all over the world. I've been, I've seen you in 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 Jim uh, Jim <laughs> I've seen you ever like, whoa, what's up? I feel at home whenever I see Potato Corner overseas. Like mm, that's a Filipino thing, right? There. How how did you get there? To you know, going to where we're from, coming in to being the mammoth that you guys are now. I think you for for Potato Corner and because we're franchising, we make sure that our stores have a good net income margin. What is a net income margin for just for those people who don't understand that? Profit. 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 Big profit. Our Potato Corner's profits are bigger than other our other competitors. Wow. Our net income margins are bigger than even the biggest fast food chains. Wow. Those margins. So, but you know, I've, 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 it's my dream because my, my mom's going to her retirement very soon, right? And we were looking around like, man, potato corn. But it's not that affordable. But with that hefty price tag, you know that it's a, that the, the margins are going to be good. What's the rate of success now of a new potato corner franchise? Like, you know, out of ten, are they all successful, or or what? What's the, the what's the I mean, there's always going to be some bad examples, but what's the ratio like? About one out of ten. Wow! Of, you, have a, you have a one fallout out of ten. Ninety percent success rate. That's incredible. <coughs> that is crazy. But what is the main factor to make that? Is it really location still at the end of the day, or it really doesn't matter because it's potato corner is potato corner now? Well, location is very important, right. but it's also well that 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 ten percent fallout. Okay. 
No, that one percent. Right, right. The one percent or whatever percent yeah, fallout. Fallout is just because it was mismanaged. Mismanaged. So franchises have to realize that this doesn't become successful because it's a franchise. Right. It's like owning have still. To run your own, it still. You have still have, have to run everything yourself. Yes, absolutely. Right. You know, I've I've seen locations where. It's not that prominent, but it's potato corner and people will just <laughs> gravitate towards it. So you gotta how much flexibility does a franchisee have? Because of course there's a playbook already. Everything is pretty much standardized and whatnot. But you say you need to still run it. How much flexibility do you give them to at least make it work for them? Because what if they weren't blessed with a great location from the get go? Can they fly her out and whatnot? What what's what's le- what 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 can they do? Well, the, you're right. No, there's a playbook, and there's there, as far as running the store, right? There is not too much leeway anymore how to run it because everything is already standardized. Standardized. Right. It's all documented, mm-hmm. so it's it's easy to run everything. But for 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 example, like when you have to reach out on your own trading area, right? Or you're right, flyering, bringing mm-hmm. out leaflets helps, or finding out what events they, they have in your area mm. so that you can attack those events some way by putting a booth a booth there or, or being there or finding a way to attract those customers Got who it. are those in those or who are in those events nearby mm-hmm. so that those things matter okay how did you scale it <clears throat> this is not easy i mean you said franchising blah 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 but a thousand stores that's that's crazy <laughs> well the the to us, the the most important thing was to to make sure you stick to your target market by, by all means. Uh, like when we started Potato Corner, the one who approved our logo were were kindergarten students. What? Wow! So it was a focus group and we said, these are some of the designs of our logo. You right. choose what you like. They chose our current logo. Wow. And that's our market. That's Until cool. now, our market are kindergarten students. I told you, I grew up on that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was, I approve you. I approve of this. And I'm happy you have Giga Price now. So you I, target children. Got and it. you get children to like you. They like you for life. And they grew up with it. Yeah. I grew up with this stuff, man. It's like, Mike, this is crazy. Now, in terms of management style, Joe Matt, I'm pretty sure it changed over. So what's your management style like growing Potato Corner now from where it was? And how do you do that to do today? I used to do everything myself. You right. know? It was okay for me because you know because of the work I did in Wendy's, it was okay for me to carry three boxes of rice, right. to to clean the store myself and right. all these things. So I did everything mm-hmm. just to make sure that our 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 overhead doesn't go up. So mm-hmm. then then slowly changed because we had hired people right. ready, middle managers, etc. So especially today, I retired already last month. So right, congratulations! So it's a new, it's a new, it's a new thing for me. So I finally, to me, it's like finding the end of the rainbow. Right. And then, so is there a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? Of course, you know. There you go, <laughs> pot of French fries. <laughs> so, so I, it's true. There's always a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And what's that pot of gold? The pot like of gold is being happy. And finding out you've you've done your job the best way you did, and to me, that's the money's not a part of gold, because the money's there all throughout the the journey. So you get dividends once in a while, you mm-hmm. get paid once in a while a salary, but the the part of gold is, you finally said I did it. I'm at the pinnacle. 
of where I should be. It's time to catch up now with other things. And right. that's the that's the end of the rainbow. That that's is, the pot of gold. That is amazing. All right, now let's take another break. And when we come back, let's pay it forward to those people with, you know, let's pick the brains furthermore. But more of that after the break. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again. And we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions for liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey, Hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag Uno Ready Savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag Uno Earn or hashtag Uno Boost Time Deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag Uno Earn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. 
With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. And we're back for the 50th episode again. I'm so I'm learning so much right now. If you're not learning, I don't know what's wrong with you. But this is like, I couldn't think of any other guy who's better for this. So let's continue. So Joe Mag, recently, or just a few years back, you started investing, right? You said money is not the thing and money is a, is a, is a tool, correct? You started investing into other branches. What was what's your philosophy? You did final pitch, and now you did ACG or partners with Tito Boy Abunda, and then James Reed. I always see Monobrea. Shout out to you, and then um, Taiku and all these things. What was what? Well, how did your mindset shift from franchising to now investing? Well, you know, if you if you if you understand my. My 28-year journey as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. it's not all uh, nice things. It was really sacrifices. It was hard work. It was... It's uh, Tagalog. Bug-bug. na talaga. Right. It was hard work, you know? I, right. I, I, I don't wish... People get through what I've gone through. Mm. But I know entrepreneurship is really entrepreneurship. The root word there is really sacrifice. So, and I, I think I've done that already. Mm. And I want to, I mean, I believe in focus on one thing. Eh? Mm. So all this entrepreneurship, I focused, even at, even my 10 years at Wendy's, I focused on work. Entrepreneurship, I focused on work. Mm. Then I realized I forgot about friends, family, my children and my mm. wife. So time now to catch up on that. Mm. So I did I did what I had to do, potato corners where it is today. Mm. So time for me to to stop and take care of the things that I forgot already and catch up with that, which is mm. really my family, no, my child my three boys and my wife. Mm-hmm. And then say to my and I said to myself, mm-hmm. maybe entrepreneurship is not for me anymore. I've done mm-hmm. that already. 27, 28 years of that. It's time to to take Walk it away. easy right. and 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 be now an investor mm-hmm. because as an investor, I'm not running anything now. Right. I just empower future Mentor entrepreneurs, right. my partners. Okay. So I have other investments now. And my partners are the ones, are the are the entrepreneurs, and they're the ones sacrificing this time. Yes. And, and my handshake to all my partners is even my handshake and in, in my fr- my partners in Potato Order, we partner in business. We we handshake, we grow this business now so that this business will take care of us. Got it. 
So potato corner now is taking care of me. My partners mm. in potato corner are taking care of me, and I hope I'll, I'll be able to take care of my partners. Together we'll take care of. Our, together with my other partners now in my other business, we'll be able to take care of each other. Got it. Now, what do you look for? <clears throat> I mean, it's there's a lot of people who want, hey, give me money, Joma, Joma, give me money, and whatnot. What, what, what do you look for in those people that you do that handshake with? Uh, humidity, hunger. I'm always hungry. Potato corner gives me that, that, that satisfaction. Just kidding. People have no money. Okay. And people who are not, who don't feel entitled. Got it. So it's that, really. Those are the core values yeah, they grit. look for. And grit. And grit. Uh, if I see that in someone, it doesn't, I don't care what they're pitching to me. Got it. But I know this person will always be able to stand up with, for anything. Right. Just, is that at the end of the day, that's what's going to push you forward yeah. when, when, when shit hits the fan, as they say. Now, let's talk about health, right? Recently, you just won over this big hurdle that you know, <clears throat> you've been through. What... How do you now take into account? Because my, myself too, Joe Mac, I, I really empathize with you because they always say that, you know, there there's five factors in one person's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, health, family, friends, sleep, and then I forgot the other one. I think travel, whatever. <laughs> I chose work or career, um, food, of course, and then family, of course, and whatnot. I don't have time to, to for my health. And I know I'm going to pay the bills for this down the road. Knowing what you know now, how would have different would have been? Because you've you've been lucky. You said it on the Inquirer article, you know, but how would you have done it differently, especially in the health aspect? Because I don't have time. I'm always tired. I get home like, screw this. I'm going to bed. Like two minutes, I'm asleep. Right? No, on the health side, I won't. I wouldn't have changed anything. Got it. Nothing. Right. So it's really just a matter of luck too, you know, with what your genes are, are bestowed to you and what. Because I love to eat. You know, I'm obese. <laughs> I don't care if you, you if I can finish that whole Terra fries even no. <laughs> by oh, myself. Thank you. Yeah, dude, my God. But I settled for Giga, so at least I don't feel that as bad. But I'm an eater. That's my biggest vice, right? I've let go of smoking three years ago, gone cold turkey since. But, you know, that's that's what I've always missed out. Well, how do you now find that balance, at least, I guess? What's balance for you now? Because you said you put in too much on the work and you're trying to catch up. What's that balance that you're looking for? No, time, with, time with my family, really? my kids and my wife, and time yeah. with, and lots of sleep. Sleep, oh my god! But I just as I grow older, my god, my body clock is so messed up. I wake up at the same time regardless of what time I fell asleep on. So unfair, why? And all the kids can sleep, do a deep slumber. But anyway, um, I want to talk about leaving heirs, leaving successors, right? Um, I've never asked this because I've never had anyone with your stature to be on the show. How do you make sure? That you develop the same the, the the right successor or the right heir, given this what you have now. Because what do you teach them? What do you look for? How do you know they're ready to to, to take over? For for potato corner, for example, mm. two thousand fourteen, I had my first brain surgery, so that was the time I thought about maybe it's time for me to start leaving already, mm. finding a way to get out. Okay. So the mission now was trying to find ways to transfer what I knew okay. to the people 
in the company already. Mm-hmm. And part of the process also was bringing in new partners in Potato Corner, mm-hmm. younger partners. Mm. So, you know, Tanya. nice thing with the yeah, yeah, nice thing with them. They're young. They have a lot of right. stamina. Yes. But I'm already losing losing a lot of steam right, because of right. my health issues. Right. So I think the youth bringing in the youth continue uh, will will make us relevant and mm-hmm. sync us with our, our current market. Got it. Uh, and it's very very important that new ideas come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I I I, I, ju- I just said to myself if I if I don't relinquish control of this, mm. uh, that means I might be hurting the company because what what I know might be passe yes passe yeah. or old that it might stop potato corner from evolving to what it's supposed to evolve for the next 25 years who do you look for i mean there's i mean there's the easy way is to create a team around it but how do you know he's the one or the next to get the throne per se no it's not it's not the one person it's i think the team it's a team yeah okay. you know you're always safe when you have the team you're you're taking care of the entire team because the whole, the whole team together will help each other okay. but if you rely on one person then so there's chicken balance too as yeah. well. Okay, so it's a balancing act as well. Now, in terms of st- stress, I wanted to know all these years and whatnot. You know, there's always oh wait, my way is to eat. You know, always <clears throat> all day. It's the easy cop out, but again, I'm gonna pay for this. I know it. Um, what was your? How do you cope with stress? Sleep. Uh, Sleep. <laughs> sleep, deep sleep. No Netflix and chill, no whatever. Just sleep, right? Just, just yeah. deep, deep sleep. What What's a good number of sleep for you? Because like for me, as I grow older, I'm happy if I get five, six, and then my I have multiple layers of eye bags, and I notice it like, oh god. Before when I was younger, just one. Now there's three of them. I didn't know you can grow three layers. There, <laughs> there is. I swear. You know, it's just lighting. I like this lighting. That's why. But how did you? What's your What's your good number for for the sleep? Eight hours. Eight hours. Wow, that's awesome. How about joy in terms of how do you disconnect per se? What's What's what do you like for me? I have I have always played the same game when I was a kid. NBA 2K. That's it. I'm gonna play this. I don't care what you're doing. But this is my escape for you. What's your escape to Mac? To to to, to do this. Uh, today. Mm-hmm. Today it's uh, it's today it's uh, Netflix. Netflix. Today it's. Uh, I love, I love, I know, I love, I love uh, being under the rain. Mm. So when I'm at home, it rains, I'm out wow. under the rain. When I'm motorcycling, I don't mind being wet in the rain. Wow. Of the rain. That's uh, it's that feeling of like being grizzled on and whatnot. Uh, and, uh, I love motorcycling. There. Wow. And this is the I things love, that you didn't get to do back then. I love sailing. Right, right. Oh, I love, sailing. I love, I love being alone. Wow. So my thing, my thing is always being alone. Uh, I sail because I'm sailing alone. Isn't it scary? I used to scary? play golf because right, yeah. I play alone. 
I I ride the motorcycle, go go to the mountains because mm. that's my being alone time. Wow. Uh, I don't mind staying in the room for one month. Wow. And, I, and, and I'm just fine because I like being alone. <laughs> But I notice something. Mm-hmm. I notice every time I get into, for example, motorcycling, right, right. archery. So those are alone sports. No? Then mm-hmm. my wife would also take archery. My wife would also take motorcycling. Right. My wife would also take sailing. Then I had a talk with her. You know, the reason why I do this because I want to be alone. <laughs> But you know, you're always taking it also and you're always going with me. Then she told me, I'm a drama. The reason why I'm doing this is because I want to be with you. So I never be, am with you because you're always working. Yeah. Then I realized that. Then now I realize. Mm-hmm. So she's always welcome now. So when I'm motorcycling, she's with me. When I'm sailing, when she's mm-hmm. with me. So now I realize also because I'm very by myself always it mm. took me all these years and a lot of psychotherapy maybe that mm. i realized when you're married you and your wife are one i didn't realize that until just recently wow. that you and your wife are just one okay. so you really have to bring your wife wherever you are yep. whatever you do exactly so i just i'm sad that i had i learned this just now right. but you still have time so at least there's there's but, time but to get all the psychotherapy in the last five years helped me a lot realize a lot of things got it All right, now recently you won an award, the President's Award, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah. In the Philippine Franchise Association. When you got that, was there a new epiphany or what was what was that feeling? Is it, again, another pot of the rainbow or is it a validation? This is, oh, this is Hall of Fame, of per se. It, it's a motivation. It keeps us going. Mm-hmm. But we've, we've done, we've, we've, you know, we've, I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't realize that, I don't, you know, I'm just surprised we get those awards. I just do what I do. Mm-hmm. I just do what I do with the team. Mm-hmm. Then we get awards. We start getting awards for Hall of Fame in 2003. Right. Uh, I got Entrepreneur of the Year yep. 2016. Then another President's Award beat two years ago. A CN Awards this year. So it's just nice, you know. It's just nice to receive that. You Correct. Know? Thank you. F- to all those awards mm-hmm. it's just we never intended it we never run the business to win awards right it's just nice that you know we're being it's hardware nice for this <laughs> it helps it helps the business right uh, but you know you can't take you can't take that to your grave so, correct uh, we just want to make our partners happy absolutely and that I guess would be the legacy That you'd, you'd want to, after all, it's all said and done. That's, you know, that's what it is. And I guess the other legacy that you imparted is, Joe Mag, you, you made good food. You know, every bite that, you know, you are my go-to food during Lent. I swear to God. <laughs> like, you know, oh, shit, I cannot eat meat on Fridays. Okay, but there's Giga Price. I can survive for four weeks from Ash Wednesday to Good Friday You know that's that's how I get by. So thank you for 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 that. Now last last few last last few questions. Um, as Chairman Emeritus, and now you're being less involved. What what? How's the mindset now in terms of being motivated? What's that like? Is it really focus on passing it down to to the investees to the new crowd? How do you keep going every day? 
because it's like clockwork. You can't take it out of you anymore. You want to hustle, but it's a different hustle now. Today, what's your hustle now in terms of passing that forward and the motivation behind it? I don't think about it. You don't think about it. Just enjoying just the writing. I think about Netflix, about cycling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I want to have that too very soon, right? Um, but I want to do it early, to be honest. And that's why I'm paying the... Oh, I'm so... I'm so yeah. I, I feel so blessed that I was able to repart- retire right. in my 50s. Yeah. I think holding control is something that people need, some people need. Mm. But to me, I think it, 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 sets, it sets you free when you relinquish control of something. Correct. There's some people still are in their 70s, 80s, and they're still well into the grind. And like, uh, you know, but maybe again, it's whatever floats their boat. So right, that, right. that's fine. Um, last question is um, what's the biggest or the best lesson or advice that you've gotten through this whole journey? Uh, two things. One, focus on one thing. Uh, by focus on one thing, you'll be able to grow that, that one thing you're doing, whatever it is. Uh, for example, look at the table we're in now. I see so many things. So, like There's so many opportunities here. Mm-hmm. But that's good. Mm-hmm. But it, it's so big that uh, it's so, there's so much clutter that uh, you lose focus sometimes. But if I just pick up this phone, yeah, focus on this. There's so many things I can do with this. Right. Then if I just look at this and look at this, mm-hmm. so many things I can do, more than this whole table already. Right. So putting a microscope on something that you're doing, you'll see more opportunities there. And that's a value of one thing. It's like I, I, I talk about like driving. When you're driving, 100% of your IQ is on driving. The moment you pick up your phone and text, 50% is on the phone, 50% is on driving. So you're, that means you're not driving well mm-hmm. and you're not texting well. But if you put your 100% focus on something you're doing, then you'll become excellent in whatever you're doing. Got it. Then the next thing is, uh, the next thing will be focus and... Focus and french fries? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Focus and oh, it'll, it'll come back. Okay. <laughs> Focus and it will come back. No problem. But I totally understand. And my goodness, thank you, Joe Mac, for for having the time to, to go on our 50th episode. So again, guys, if you like that episode, please don't forget to follow us on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on to. Or if you want first tips on whoever's going to be on the show next, go to Hustle Share Community on Facebook. Search it up so you get first tips on what the hell we're going to do. And also messages on the Hustle Share chatbot powered by chatbotph. Go to m.me slash hustleshare on Messenger. And lastly, don't forget to support Pinoy Podcasters. Go to podcastnetwork.asia and see all the Pinoy podcasters part of the podcast network that are like us. Because just like Hustle Share, there's so many more good stories in our uh, community that you need to be aware of. Again, thank you very much, Joe. I appreciate it. Thank you. More power to you and to Hustle Share. Thank you very much. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.